live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on March 13th, 2018 to hit the internet on the 14th of March. Oh, so goddamn close to the Ides of March. That bastard, Brutus, stab you in the back. Not in the neck, like a friend OJ, who we'll get to. Uh, no podcast last week. It was one of those instances where it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. I'll, I'll get to it tomorrow. And next thing you know, tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow always comes. What's the James Bond movie? One of them. Tomorrow's another day. Something like that. Um, yeah, it just didn't happen. I'm sorry. I apologize. So, you know, I just did. You, know, you do this. You do that. The week goes on. Next thing you know, the weekend's here. I'm not fucking doing a podcast. I got things to do. Get the fuck out of here. So here we are. I'm trying to, uh, I'm doing this Tuesday. It'll, it'll, it'll drop Wednesday for all the kids out there. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> all the kids out there. Uh, so I have all this information, you know, and, and half the shit is so old now because I never did a podcast. I just write down things like I'll be watching things on TV or my life experiences, and uh, I'll just write them down, and then, you know, I mean, some of them just, they, they it, it it doesn't go well now. I mean, Oscars, right? Oscar hypocrites. Oh, Brian, that's fresh. Boy, no, no one talked about that. But I did I did like uh, the idea in this Me Too era of, of Kobe Bryant winning an Oscar. It's, you know, at best, Kobe Bryant cheated on his wife with some, you know, floozy at a bar, in, at a hotel in Colorado. At worst, he sexually assaulted someone and paid them off. But hey, let's give him an Oscar. Boy, how many guys can you say won an Oscar and an NBA championship and an MVP? I mean, wow, Black Mamba. Ugh, all the little fucking sycophants on Twitter losing their shit over it. Whatever. I'm surprised, I mean, if you're going to go with that, 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 that idea of, you know, just bad guys to women. I mean, I, I, speaking of our former friend, we just talked about him, O.J. Simpson. Maybe he could have won. I mean, he should have received an award. I mean, he made news, which we'll get into in a little bit. I mean, with the, the revealing of the lost video. But uh, I mean, think about that role in Naked Gun. Can, can you can you really listen to this? I mean, how did this not win an Oscar? What year is it? 1989. Shame on the Academy for that. Absolute shame, shame, shame. Drugs. Hey, nurse. Quick, give this man some drugs. Quick, can't you see he's in pain? No. Give him a shot, quickly. No. Heroin. Heroin, Frank. Nordberg, that's a pretty tall order. You're going to have to give me a couple of days on that one. I mean, that's on par to Godfather on the waterfront, Citizen Kane. Stack up whatever fucking movie you want to. That scene right there and OJ's performance in the Naked Gun movies. I mean, classic, classic. Name someone that did it again in a, in a, in a trilogy like that. He was in the third one, right? I believe so. N- name someone that did it. Oh, okay, Al Pacino, whatever. Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future, oh, whatever. Anyways. Uh, we'll get back to OJ in a second. I mean, listen, it was just hypothetical. It's if he did it, okay? Because it's completely normal behavior to get off from, you know, a, a double murder that was your wife. And just, you know, listen, hypothesize. Listen, <laughs> she's dead. Uh, let, let's 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 talk about how this may have gone down. I mean, completely normal behavior. Anyone saying that that's weird? You're weird. Uh, let's let's start with what everyone's talking about, obviously, and that is March Madness and uh, the the NCAA men's basketball tournament, which I have not. How often? I, the only time I ever bring it up on this podcast is, man, I just I can't believe that I haven't paid attention that much. So I mean, I think it would be hypocritical for me to break down the tournament at this point. Uh, everyone was mad about the way that the the, the brackets were revealed. I mean, it, in this day and age, I guess it really doesn't really matter. Really doesn't really matter. Is that is that a record? How how many reallys can you get in one sentence? But it, you still let, actually like look for it. It's like oh boy, it's Sunday. It's six thirty. Here come the brackets. Now you get them from every which angle. It comes out in every different different way, different sources. 
it's just it's it's not the same and I won't pretend that I actually was sitting there glued to the television with my remote salivating all over myself, but um, I did not watch it. But a lot of the people were not happy with the format. It moved from CBS to TBS, and, uh, you know, they did a weird th- – I guess it was about a lot of bad audio. It was like your local news channel where, you know, the camera's on the wrong person or no one can hear someone. There's a black screen or, you know, it says uh, you know, liquor store robbery and Mother Teresa's on the stage. You know, all sorts of stuff. It just doesn't make any sense. So – you have, uh, I guess they sh- they had all the at-large teams. They showed them first, then showed the brackets. People were not happy at all. Not all. I'm seeing here. What else? Yeah, video lag, yada, yada, yada. I'm looking on Yahoo here. Uh, and the, the ratings were down incredible amount. But I guess, I guess people just, you know, they went to TBS. It just didn't work out. Um, I'm looking at all the terrible stories that they have. Is uh, It doesn't matter the website. It could be a reputable website. It could be, you know, complete trash. The stories they have at the bottom of these pages are, are unbelievable sometimes. NFL free agency rumors. Two Eagles players already drawing strong interest. Next story. The world's most attractive female billionaires. Oh, there you go. <clears throat> Isaiah Thomas was barking at Cavs bench trying to kill former team. Has anyone shown themselves to be such a piece of shit like I- Isaiah Thomas? And who warned you? This guy right here from the beginning, there was something I did not like that guy. He had an attitude and and it's showing now. Your attitude showing. Your privilege? No, your attitude. It's showing. We all see it. Oh, oh. LaMelo Ball. Oh my God. LaMelo Ball. This this is the 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 that freak looking uh brother, the one in the uh, the the youngest one with the hair and the the big bloated face. Uh, he he trolls. Lamelo, this is the headline: Lamelo Ball trolls straight ugly Kyle Kuzma on Instagram. Lonzo Ball, Lamelo Ball is sixteen years old. That's where we are now. Think about that. No longer are you getting the newspaper. And I, I, you know, I fucking sound like you know a cross between a, someone in a convalescent home and Phil Mushnick, but like. You no longer get in the newspaper to look at the standings. No more, you know, reading the article in Sports Illustrated. Boy, that was a really good piece. I like that. This is news now. This is news. LaMelo Ball stroll trolls straight ugly Kyle, a 16-year-old, a junior or sophomore in high school. That is news because his brother plays in the NBA. That's where we are. What what am I talking about? Let's get back to March Madison. So you have the... Uh, Russell Westbrook becomes fourth NBA player to reach 100 career. To, everyone gets triple doubles now. Isn't that that's, just, that's like normal? Isn't that? It seems like it's in everyone's contract that they have to get a certain amount. It's some sort of stipulation. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but now starts the, the 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 always fun part because let's be honest, most people don't know shit about college basketball. But you're gonna go into your office. Everyone's gonna be talking. Oh, did you finish your brackets? Well, did you hand in the money to fucking John? You know, come on, you gotta hurry up. It's Thursday, so he, the brackets are out. So you have the, the fat slobs or just the, the losers that you work with and they know nothing. They know absolutely nothing. I've worked in these offices before and they know nothing, but it's amazing how much knowledge and how much praise they want during March Madness time to just say, oh, you know what I, pre- oh, you, I, I had that team winning. Oh, I had Georgia State beating Cincinnati. Oh, you did? Wow. I mean, well, you got a 50-50 chance, asshole. I mean, con- congratulations. Oh, let's see the let's see the rest of your bracket. Who do you got winning it all? Oh, Georgia State. Well, you know, really a 15th seed. That that'll be uh, that'll be something, Herb. Um, uh, but uh, good luck. You know, you got mustard on your tie too, fat ass. So, good luck with that. So you're gonna see a lot of that, a lot of that. People who know nothing about college basketball, but again, took 50-50 chances, especially in the first and second round. The praises from everyone. Yeah, only lost one, <laughs> and it's Friday. Only lost one. 
Okay, T- talk to me on Monday, jackass. Talk to me on Monday when there's 16 teams left. You're perfect. Then, then, then we maybe have something. But uh, to to just go back a little bit um, from March Madness, let's talk about a team that's not in March Madness. And th- yes, this is this is very exclusive to a small sect of people because most people really don't give a shit. But the University of Connecticut is looking for a coach. They're looking for Bobby Hurley. Uh, former Seton Hall Pirate. That that those are those are the rumors. There's, there's a lot of people out there. There's there's Tom Crean. There's there's uh, I read Frank Martin. Uh, some of you in college basketball don't know who the hell these people are. Uh, and Bobby Hurley, not Bobby Hurley. No, he's at Arizona State. Danny Hurley, his brother of the famous Hurley basketball lineage. Uh, they, they call him a young Jim Calhoun. What, what am I trying to do? You're, you're burying the lead here, Brian. Kevin Alley is out. Kevin Alley is no longer the head coach of the University of Connecticut Huskies, and for good reason. He stinks. He didn't do shit there. You know, I could say, well, Brian, he, he did win a, uh, 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 that, that's me. Uh, I forgot. He did win a championship uh, his his first year of actual postseason eligibility. Yeah, you're right. He did, and there's there has to be some talent involved in that. Now, I would imagine, you know, Kevin Alley played college basketball, he played NBA. I mean, you're going to pick up some of that along the way. And uh, he won the championship. And he did it with Jim Calhoun's players. He's been a poor recruiter. He's been a poor in-game coach as well. And I don't like his face. He has a very punchable face. He has the ultimate crying. Again, him, him and Nicholas Cage are on the Mount Rushmore of I'm going to whine like a bitch at all times if I'm not smiling. I have that look that I'm going to cry. So he's gone. And with again, with, with just cause and the fact that he's no longer working there. However... The state of Connecticut is being incredibly cheap and petty. And what they're doing is, if you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen this, check this out. Uh, did you see this? Uh, they are trying to fire him, not because of his terrible performance, because that would justify that he gets paid the remainder of his contract, which is somewhere between 10 to $15 million. Research, not so much on the Red Ticket Blues podcast, but it's somewhere in between there. Give or take $5 million. You know, I mean, come on, get over it. Big deal. Ali really is making a big deal out of this. But seriously, folks, <laughs> um, the University of Connecticut is saying that he violated some. They haven't even read the violations yet. They just said they've initiated the process and the disciplinary mo- disciplinary motions nature to fire that said Kevin Ali. Um, how fucking awful is that? So you're too cheap. You're an idiot that you paid this guy. And, I, and you know what? I've read, I was listening to something uh, the other day and I was reading something in the Hartford Current. You know, Kevin Alley did not make a lot of friends there. He even, uh, Jim Calhoun, which I'm sure, you know, he, he seems like a real rational guy, uh, turned his back on Kevin Loy, uh, Kevin Alley to a certain extent. Uh, you know, Alley got lazy with recruiting. He got lazy with other stuff. He started really doing his own thing once it started going down the tubes. He got divorced. You know, that may have played a part in it. You know, I'm not trying to sit here and defend Kevin Alley because you've never heard me do that on this podcast. However, pay the man his goddamn money. This is the University of Connecticut also fired a coach a few years ago, the head coach of the football team, and had to pay him five million dollars. So maybe they said, oh, well, let's not do this. You know, why are we paying uh, two guys not to coach, you know, 15 to 20 million dollars? Well, you don't give them terrible contracts, you assholes. That's how it goes. So because it's a public university, the union is now involved. There's going to be hearings. The president of UConn may be involved in this. So that's where we're at right now. That's where we're at. The, U- the, the University of Connecticut cannot they are being so petty, they will not pay a man. They will not honor a contract. You know, a Lannister, a University of Connecticut always should pay their bets. I've seen so so few episodes of Game of Thrones, but I guess that was supposed to be funny. Probably not. 
Probably not. Probably a lot of rolled eyes. Thoughts about deleting the podcast? Let's let's just pop the brakes here. Even more so using cliche sports language. Uh, but that's that's where we are right now. So it'll be interesting to see. Again, Tom Crean, Frank Martin. Hey, Rick Pitino's out there. I'm sure Dick Vitale's fucking calling everyone about it. Hey, can I talk to you about Richard Pitino? Have you heard of him? Oh, he's he's my guy. So Ray, Patino's out there saying he'll coach anywhere. I, I can't wait to see him coach some sort of middle school team, you know, just complete in the white suit, you know, probably hitting on the moms, walking to, you know, hey, the concession stand, hey, nice lemonade. Check out that bathroom. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I hope uh, for the University of Connecticut's sake, I hope it gets ugly because while Kevin Ollie, he won a championship here. No one, no one. I love that one. No one can take that away from him. Who are these people saying that they can take it away from him? I mean, I get it's college sports. You can, quote unquote, vacate it. But in whatever sport, it doesn't matter. Oh, they they, they fired the, the manager of the, the, the San Diego Padres. They can't take away that experience from him. Did, did anyone say they were going to take it away? People like that are the people you should not talk to. They just Dare I say executed? Goodbye. Uh, they're allowed. They have the right. <laughs> Shut up. Um... So that's where we're at with that. I, I think I'm kind of stammering at this point. There's really not much else to say other than I hope I hope Kevin Alley for, you know, I'm sure he's made plenty of money. He's a journeyman in the NBA, but, you know, 10-day contracts and year-long contracts are, you know, more than most of the human beings on the planet. So, but good luck to him. He signed a contract. So moving forward, um, they're not even in the NIT. That's how bad he was. This is his second year under 500. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Is, is the UConn job even attractive anymore? Bobby Hurley, I keep saying fucking Bobby Hurley, Danny Hurley, the Seton Hall Pirate. I think they had to leave the team because he was a drunk, right? So, but he's turned it around. Where is he at now? Rhode Island. And uh, they're in the tournament. So we'll see what happens there. If he wins a few games, maybe he's above UConn's fucking pedigree at this point. But all right. So get ready for the the tournament, all that shit. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm already spent too much time on it. Moving on. Speaking of alcohol, uh... I see Manish Mehta, Manish Mehta of the New York Daily News is accusing uh, Muhammad Wilkerson of being a, a drunk and uh, possibly that affecting his gameplay. His mom calling WFAN. Nothing like that to have the old mom call WFAN and defend you. Um, so Manish continues to uh, listen. Maybe maybe Muhammad Wilkerson does have an, an issue with alcohol, perhaps. Very strong accusation. You better have several sources behind that. And Manish Mehta's made a career of you know, sources of you know, not really being uh, substantiated. We'll put it that way. So that'll be interesting to see once football gets started. Oh, oh, oh I almost forgot our old friend Odell Beckham. So, so, and, and I'm I'm going to take a side here that you may not you may not see coming. Uh, well, maybe you do actually. Odell Beckham is a horse's ass. We know that. So if, if anyone wasn't expecting me to say something like that, then they have they must be new to the show. Odell Beckham, amazing generational talent, amazing horse's ass uh so the big deal and it's kind of it's it's amazing in this news cycle that was a huge and i guess what, what are you going to say about it it's a, it's a video but this video came out it's already gone through the cycle it's over like no one is even talking about it anymore we, we've moved on we've moved on it's like donald trump has to like feed everyone with like a new thing he's just like he knows the cycle is only like two to three days long and it's just like well if i'm gonna stay in here i gotta do something but uh odell oh, ow. odell beckham Appeared in a video, laying on a bed, eating a uh, pepperoni pizza. Nothing wrong with that. Smoking a blunt. Eh, eh, although the New York Daily News called it a uh, brown cigarette. Smoking a blunt. 
who cares? And he's there with a woman convincing her to have sex with somebody else. And she's um, setting up two lines of cocaine. If you ask me, I don't give a shit if Odell Beckham smokes weed, eats pepperoni pizza, is coercing women to have sex with other people, and does cocaine. I really don't give a shit. Probably not a good look to have it all on a video. That's all I'm saying. It's just another instance of Odell Beckham being an asshole. Like, again, I listen, he's Odell Beckham. He's, he's, I'm sure he has women throwing themselves at him. He is rich. He is young. He's living in New York City or in the area, whatever, New Jersey. You, you get the goddamn point. I just assumed he did drugs and had fun. And I have nothing wrong with that. I am not going to chastise him for being, oh my God, you know, he's got to be smarter being around that cocaine, being around that marijuana, being around that pepperoni pizza. I really don't care. But it's it's just an instance of the video being out there and you looking like a fucking idiot. Because it's all about Beckham. It's shit like this where then he goes, oh, why is everyone going to make a big deal? Why, why is the story always about me? You ever notice that? It's always about me. Well, you know, come on, man. Look, look at the video. Why, why are you doing this? At, at this point, you're Odell Beckham. You're probably, let's say, Odell Beckham. Would you say Odell Beckham is the most marketable player in the NFL? He's got to be close. I mean, you'd say if if Brady did the full court press, and I know he's hated, but if he did the full court press of trying to get his face out there nonstop in regards to, you know, advertisements and whatnot, he still, he could be. But I think the most marketable guy is Odell Beckham. And you do this dumb shit. Like, what, it, what? For him to always be so perplexed and confused as to why people criticize him for the dumb shit he does. Again, it's not dumb in his mind. Because all after when he gets criticized, he just sends out that cryptic tweet blaming nobody and denouncing the haters. And, uh, you know, he's just going to keep doing what he's doing. And, you know, love of God and all. I don't think he really thanks his fans. He doesn't care about that. But which, again, who really gives a shit? You know, if, if you're going to get into it that much, then get a life. But get your head out of your ass, Odell. Honestly. Bold take. So uh, we got baseball coming up soon. Uh, I saw David Wright. Uh, Doctors in Los Angeles said that, you know, eight weeks, the, the persistence between in his, it's a persistent pain in his neck and his back and, 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 and all that. I mean, he, he's a, he's a broken shell of a man, uh, in terms of baseball play. I hope he doesn't, you know, and hope, I hope, I hope this, that he, uh, you know, can live a normal life, but these people on, on Twitter and they're adults, you know, I see it really breaks my heart when I see that. David Wright, you know, has has to wait eight weeks to try and play baseball again. David Wright has more money than God, okay? David Wright, again, I hope he's not, you know, wheelchair-bound um, in a few years. If David Wright can live a normal life and, you know, light $100 bills on fire, why am I, why is my heart breaking for him? You know, he holds a piece of wood and swings it at a horsehide sphere and... Your heart breaks because he made more money than you and your 17 generations of family will ever make, and he can't do that anymore, so your heart breaks. These are real people. They are not superheroes. And again, I'm not sitting here lecturing seven-year-olds about this. That it's it's normal for 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 you know kids in grammar school and prepubescent children to think this way. For them to say, "Wow, he really is my hero." They, you know what? In, in a small kid's mind like that, Superman and David Wright. Or excuse me. Well, since it's the Mets, we do have to do uh, you know some sort of uh, Marvel action heroes. Captain America and uh, David Wright 
they should almost be on the same level when you're that young. Your brain has not formed. When you are in your 20s and 30s and 40s and you are like weeping over this shit. Listen, I may be a hypocrite sometimes. If you look at some of my tweets, maybe I'm just like, oh, I love D. D. Gregorius. Oh, he's great. Whatever, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I, I, I just I don't know what to say sometimes. I, I really don't. It's the older I get, I, the more I like hate the athletes, actually. <laughs> You know, and someone brought up the 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 great quote from uh, who's it? Larry Soprano. Larry Soprano is a good follow on Twitter. Brought this, you know, the great quote from Bronx Tale when they're talking about Mickey Mantle. So you must be pretty upset after the Yankees lost. Bill Mazeroski, I hate him. He made Mickey Mantle cry. The paper said that the Mick was crying. Mickey Mantle, is that what you're upset about? Mickey Mantle makes a hundred thousand dollars a year. How much does your father make? I don't know. You don't know? Well, see if your father can't pay the rent. Go with Mickey Mantle and see what he tells you. Mickey Mantle don't care about you, so why should you care about him? Nobody cares. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. Guess what? David Wright doesn't give a shit if you break your leg tomorrow. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy, but I mean, can... can, can... I hate to do this again. You know, that's a Bronx tale. That's an actor. That kid is six years old. He's supposed to think like that. It's just like Captain America. Oh, Captain America lost a fucking the flash and the great Marvel, whatever. I don't watch those goddamn movies. I'm an adult. I have a brain. Oh, that's the last time I'm listening to this podcast. That's another reason. Like, listen, you know, Black Panther, like people are going crazy about that movie. I, and, and I'll say this. I'm not going to see it. It has nothing to do with the idea of strong black empowerment. I don't like comic book movies. I'm an adult. That's another thing. Again, Black Panther's another thing. That was what no one could stop talking about Black Panther. It was the only thing you talk. Now no one talks about it. Again, three or four day cycle. Boom, 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 boom. It's gone. It's done. It's over. No one cares. And I'm sure people are still going to the movies, but I mean, it's just another example how like how, how everything is dominated and how we all have to fucking jump and run and give it a goddamn opinion about everything immediately. If you're not there, if you're not in line to give an opinion when something's hot, then you're, you're basically scum. You're an amoeba. You're nothing. And then poof, it's gone. Nobody cares. Not one goddamn person cares. That Odell Beckham, I'm, I'm kind of late on that. No one's talking about that anymore. It's over. <laughs> Fuck that. Forget about it. Uh, let's 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 jump into this now. Oh wait, before I before I get into to, to OJ. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about speaking of just phonies and, and losers and, you know, everyone on the Internet, which I, I it's it's happening in real life now, like conversations with people. And I'll be like, yeah, and absolutely. And you know what the problem with that is? It's the Internet. And people are looking at me like, oh, God, really? Is this the old I'm becoming the Grandpa Simpson shaking my fist at a cloud? I mean, that's really because people don't like hearing that phrase. Well, the Internet. Oh, OK, it's the Internet. Yeah. All right. It's the truth. This internet is amazing. It gives you that common commercial where he thinks he's Steve Jobs, you know, talking to people in his black sweater or whatever. You've never had more information in your hands at any point. And he's right. No civilization at any point has ever had this much information in their hands. And this is supposed to be a good thing. This, this device, this, this, this cyber highway, this, this whole cloud. I mean, it, the World Wide Web was supposed to be amazing and it's eating us alive. This is a terrible place. By the way, check out the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, all on the internet. Follow me on Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. That's Twitter on the internet. But the internet is ruining our brains. It is it is making us bad people. And it's making us just look like assholes. And I could sit here. I mean, this podcast would be, 
I don't know, eight hours long. Remember when Simon from Yonkers, I had him on, this is a few years ago, and we talked about the, the normal type of Twitter user. I forget all the, there were the White Knights, obviously, because the White Knights, the White Knights, they, they come in and they save the day for anybody, especially if you have blonde hair and you know anything about sports. But the, the Twitter phonies last week were, you know, Kevin Love came out and said that he struggles basically with mental health. And I think then DeAndre, uh, oh, what is his name? Shit. The guy in the Raptors. Damari Carroll? No, that's the wrong guy. I forget his name. I want to say DeAndre Daniels, but he played for UConn. Demarcus Carroll was the guy with the long dreads who used to play there. I, I don't know. Not Thaddeus Lowry. Thaddeus Lowry? No, no, no. That's not his name. That's a guy someone else. That's, uh, Kyle Lowry. Not Kyle Lowry. Who cares? Uh, he came out and said he had mental health uh, issues. You know, anxiety and depression. And I think someone else did. So, Kevin Love a guy that everyone ripped all the time. And then he, you know, and eh, whatever, he got some praise, got ripped. He went to the Cavs, became the complete scapegoat of everything that went wrong there. Isaiah Thomas, the guy who we just love because he has a nice soothing voice and he's five foot seven and his, and, and his sister died in a car accident. So he's a really nice guy. And listen, I'm sorry. You know what? Maybe that's a little too much, but I, I, I will retract that. I will retract that because that is a tough time. I will take that back. He's still a piece of shit. I will take that back. But he, he was he was best friends with he grew up with Kevin Love. He went on the same team. Three days later, snitched on him about pretending to be sick. Classy guy. But Kevin Love takes shit from everyone. You know, nine million photoshops and memes, just joking about him. Yada yada yada. The internet, the internet, this disgusting entity who wants to ruin people's lives for a single fucking retweet, is now just they 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 are they're, they have bushels of roses. They can't throw quick enough at Kevin Love. Do you ever put the two together? You never even take a second to think of the correlation. Hey, you anonymous, faceless stranger asshole who tweets at Kevin Love, all these things. Do, do you ever think maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, do you think maybe that contributes to his anxiety? Maybe. Not, not, not because because people are so in, involved with themselves, whether they're trying to brand themselves for monetary purposes or just trying to brand themselves to be fucking idiots. There's no self-reflection. There's no self-reflection whatsoever. So I just I found that to be rather funny, ra rather funny that Kevin Love, you know, all of a sudden now we just listen. He's brave. He's amazing. He's but I'm sure again, just like everything, that'll go right through the cycle. Wait till we get to the cat wait, wait to get to the playoffs. Kevin Love, you know, does something stupid or, you know, can't hit a three or doesn't go down low and rebound anymore because he barely does. And then it'll all for, we'll all forget about mental health or then you'll have the white knights come in at the end and go, you know what? He played bad, but, you know, we really got to praise him for this. It's just like, you know, pick one fucking side. You're such phonies, all you people. Anyways, thank, by the way, thanks for listening. You guys aren't phonies. You would never do that. You guys, you guys don't exist in, in phony purposes on the internet. That, that's just, you wouldn't do that. And remember to leave a review, iTunes, TuneIn Radio. Actually, you know, iTunes and Stitcher, like I said, th those are the big ones. If you haven't left a review yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Time, time is a wasting. And OJ Simpson's free and he may murder you. Maybe. Let's, hypothetical. Let's say OJ murdered you for not leaving a review. How would that, how would that go? Like if he were to, you know, pick up a knife perhaps and just stab you again, hypothetical, how would that go? And hurt herself. And, uh, this guy kind of got into a karate thing and I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? And I remember I grabbed a knife. I do remember that portion, taking a knife from Charlie and to be honest, 
after that, I don't remember. Except I'm standing there, and there's all kind of stuff around. And, stuff. Um, yeah. Just stuff. Um, what kind of stuff? Blood and stuff around. You know, we, you know, I hate to say this, but this is not what what sane human being would do this? So O.J. Simpson, we all know, who is a, a murdering just piece of garbage. A uh, Talk about arrogant. He is, he is the definition of a sociopath. I think I've said that about, I don't know, a few dozen people on this podcast throughout its entirety. So-and-so is the definite. No, O.J. Simpson is a murderer, okay? There's still some bizarre people. Like, as time goes on, like, in 1995 when this happened, I think, for whatever reason, like, I, I never understood the whole racial element of it. I, and this was pre-internet, really. Imagine how, imagine O.J. Simpson trial today on the internet. Like, just the racial disgustingness. With that whole thing going on. But that, of course, was the the birth of the uh, 24-hour news with, with OJ. But anyways, um, so we all know he's a rotten person. Rotten, rotten guy. They, not many people live up to his rottenness. So Fox, which, you know, obviously Fox. F- Fox has this information. <laughs> this, this lost video from 2006 that I forget the reason why they actually didn't air it. But whatever. It, it's now aired. And it's... People say, did he confess? So, no. Does he in any part in this? Uh, I'll, I'll save you the the watch. Uh, he does not at any point say, I killed them. But, oh, it was to promote his book, right? And then I think the book, he he it, the rights to the book then went to Ronald Goldman. So then, uh, not Ronald Goldman, his father and the Goldman family. And that's why they didn't air it, I think. I'll have to double check that one, right? Yeah. Get the stat boys to look at that one. But... He 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 goes into this long whole thing about if he did it again, the whole purpose of the book. Now, let's let's talk about this. Now, this isn't a new concept. We we remember when the book came out, everyone said, oh, my God. But just hearing him him say this, let's say O.J. Simpson is completely innocent of killing his wife and Ronald Goldman, which is a lie. We all know that he, he's, he's a murdering, disgusting human being. He's a piece of dog shit. But let's just say. He's, he was wrongly uh, accused and had to go through this trial and his, his life's been turned upside down with all the money he made. You know, let's just say that for a second. Why on any planet would you put yourself in the position if you did this horrendous crime? Nicole Brown Simpson's head was almost cut off. Why as her ex-husband, and listen, exes, you know, people become unhappy with each other, relationships obviously are fractured, they seem to have some sort of a relationship, I guess, I don't know, um, some sort of, obviously it didn't end well, uh, but let, let, let's just say, why on any planet would you want to go through the entire procedure of how you think it might have happened with the blood and the, and so he then it's, it's an odd thing where he supposedly has an assailant with him. He, he has a, he has a helper, Charlie and Charlie gives him the knife or whatever. And then he, he goes back into like, I, I did this. I did that. And you see him like looking up, like, you know, when someone's thinking and they put their eyes up like to the top of their head as if that's where you get your knowledge. It's always such a stupid concept. Just as stupid as like when you trip as you're walking on like a normal sidewalk and all of a sudden you like look back. I don't know what the inclination is. I did that today and I'm just like, why did I do that? I, I, I know there was nothing there, but I don't know. Have I talked about that before? Anyways, uh, what was I talking about? I totally, do I have to look back? Is there anything there? Anyways. Uh, so that, that, that's what he does. That that's why, why would you do that? 
So he goes back and forth saying, I, 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 thinks about details. That's O.J. Simpson right there. So, and the, the interviewer was, was extremely, she, she was listening to this, and I don't know if she was actually being uh, authentic with her, like, oh, my God, are you, you actually saying these things that you're saying? I, I, I can't believe this. She has this look that, like, he just told her that he eats feces on, like, a daily, she, she, just eyes open, like, her body is, she's probably moving back from him because she's afraid she may get stabbed. I mean, that's, that's the only reason. So what they then do is, I mean, that's the original interview. And then they go back, you know, they, they, they do little portions of the interview. This is a terrible synopsis. But they go back to a studio where it's it's the host, it's uh, some random people. Chris Darden, you know, the guy who basically fucked up the whole case who uh, with the gloves, who's, who said that he should wear the glove. And we all know if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. We all know that. Uh, Chris Darden looks like he ate a whole entire factory of gloves and he eats them on a daily basis. What a pig. He got a lot fatter. And they have one of Nicole Brown Simpson's friends who is obviously visibly distraught. I don't know why she went on the show because several times she just said, I have nothing to say about that. It's like, well, you know, we, we kind of want to milk your sadness here. So we need you to talk, at least show some emotion, crying. She just sort of said, I have nothing to say about that. And obviously was sad, but I'm sure the producers were just like, what the fuck is this? But that was the show. I, 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 I will never under... I, I, what, what, and listen, I was going to say, I don't understand what will compel him to do something like that. Well, we know the reason. That's money. He needs money. The guy needed money. I just, OJ Simpson, it's, it's, it's hard to fathom at times. I never understood why, it beca- again, I never understood why it became such a, a, a racial thing. Like, how, how old was I? I was f- 15 years old. I almost like wanted him to get off, like not thinking about, like race didn't have anything to play with me. I almost want, cause I just thought like, OJ Simpson can't be guilty. Like, you know, I wasn't sitting there watching the trial every day. I was in school. I was doing my learning, getting educated. But it just, you know, he, he was, he was OJ Simpson. He was the juice. He was, he was, uh, you know, he, he was an actor. He was a football player. He was in commercials. He, he was in movies. He, he was on NBC football. He, he had a great name, OJ. Who doesn't like orange juice? I mean, come on. You meet a person that doesn't like orange juice, I'm going to burn their house down. That, that's normal behavior. You know what isn't normal behavior? is hypothesizing how your ex-wife was almost decapitated. That's not normal. So, he didn't win any prizes at the Oscars. Sorry, OJ. And uh, he looked pretty bad in this, this interview. So, hey, what's the deal with commercials and it, like, it trying to be funny with, like, grandmas being DJs? That's, is that a new thing now? I, I, I don't know. I, that just came to me. I, I fucking hated that. Anyways, uh, I think we've uh, exhausted all the takes one woke boy named Brian Buckley can do for one day. So um, remember, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Remember to watch the tournament this week. You don't know. You don't. Listen, do you think Bob doesn't know about the College of Charleston? Bob in accounting? Oh, he knows all about it. Yeah, just get that bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich out of the way and those old coffee cups and those memos that from, you know, three years ago. And you will see that he has done some major major research right next to the pack of smokes they're all there all there he is ready to show you all about that team that played in that division and i th- i really i really like their coach that guy with the hair always wears a shirt so listen he knows what he's talking about talk to him before thursday it's gonna pay off big time so uh i love all of you you guys are great guys and gals you're all wonderful so with all that being said i'm gonna Cormac and Richard Tauber are singing by the bed. 
There's a glass of punch below your feet And an angel at your head There's devils on each side of you With bottles in their hand Give me one more drop of poison And you'll dream of foreign lands When you pissed yourself in Frankfurt And got sipped out in Cologne And you heard the rattling that trains As you lay there all along Frank Ryan bought your whiskey in a brothel in Madrid And you text some fucking blackshirt Who was cursing all the years And a sick bit of Coot Cullen Well, Neil, let's say a prayer But a ghost are rattling at the door And the devil's in my chair Used in tavern, you screamed it was your shell But I wouldn't give you service, so you kicked the windows out They took you out and turned the street, kicked you in the brains So you went back then through about the door and did it all again Like a sick man of Kurt Cullen, well nearly say a prayer And the cops are rattling at the door and the devil's in the chair She's howl There was lazy drunken bastards Singing pity in the bowl They took you up to midnight mass And left you in the lurch So you dropped a button in the plate And spewed up in the church Now you sing a song of liberty For blacks and packs of jocks And I'll take you from this dump here And I'll stick you in a box Then I'll take you to Capriar And shove you in the ground We you stick your head back out And shout, we'll have another round And the grace that I could come And we'll kneel around and cry 